We're talking about Invincible today, and we're very excited. Uh, spoilers. Spoilers are coming. We're just going to talk about the first season and uh, about the comic book. Um, if you haven't seen the show, please, please, please watch and also finish it because um, it's really good. Uh, and then you can come back and listen to this. All right, everybody who hasn't watched it, please uh, slowly shuffle out. You know, please close your uh, close your iTunes or whatever and open it back yeah, up when you're done. Oh, yeah. Spotify dot com slash. Um, I don't think we get a slash. I don't think we're there yet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, close it up. And then when you're mm-hmm. when you're done, we'll be here. Listen to it then. I mean, I have, and I, you know, I want to talk to you about something, but I'm partially afraid that it will just become the whole episode. Oh, well, what is it, man? <laughs> uh, it's just like the whole flat circle nature of time and how it is once again grill season and I have once again become grill, Corey. <laughs> you know? You know? And sometimes you just got to embrace your fears, dude. Let's talk about grills. No, it's not the grill that I'm afraid of. I'm very excited for that. It's more so the like, oh, yeah, I just a year was gone in the twinkling of an eye. And I, I'm like, what happened? Where? Wait, it's back. We're starting over. <laughs> I feel like uh, what if Groundhog Day, new premise, new pitch for Groundhog mm-hmm. Day, modern day reboot. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of Bill Murray, it's uh, Mahershala Ali. Wait, didn't and they just make that new Groundhog Day, but this time it's about no, no. violence well, this against one's... black people instead? So it's like, <laughs> come on, yes. I'm tired. Yes. Okay, so I saw, I was over at a friend's house, mm-hmm. uh, and I saw that we were, hey, hey like an outdoor projection thing. <laughs> and um, that, uh, that actually won an Oscar. Uh, we watched the short, and um, yeah, he he's like having a good time with this girl. He leaves, and like, has this very like like a guy like bumps into him and he's like oh you know gets into a minor like conversation and the cop is everything okay here and then within like six seconds he's getting choked out Mm. he's like i can't breathe i can't breathe yet Mm. you know i'm just like hmm well that's how clever i've seen that before (laughs) and i'm actually gonna spoil the short uh you know it happens like a ton like he um stays inside the house and then he's like swatted and like you know they kill him like that and he's like oh i have an idea and so he like goes to the cop who's been killing him he's like look man this is gonna happen this is gonna happen and the guy's like wow that's crazy so like i've just been wow he's like so can you just like take me home and then they're having this like kind of like like lib conversation Mm. about like this is my cop perspective this is my perspective as a black man oh (laughs) god And then he finally gets home. And then the cop does a slow clap, Kingsley. He's like, you almost happy with that one. That was one of the best ones yet. Oh. And so the cop is also in on the time loop. He just likes killing. <laughs> that actually kind of rules. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> so yeah, and then you know, the guy wakes back up, and then he's just basically it's like he's like, it's this kind of, you know, I guess semi-optimistic where he's like, well, I'll basically him being like, I'll find a way out of this. Like I'm smarter than him, I'm stronger. I will find a way out of this. But it's just like that's that gives me such such dread and anxiety. <laughs> Like being caught in a time, I I I hate time loop stories. I hate them. They they activate the dread part. And of yet my you brain participate in so one. much. Yes, it's called COVID nineteen. Mm-hmm. It's where I was going with that initial yeah. thing, where it's just like, huh? Here we here we are. It's just uh, things are slightly different. This is like uh, first we were in universe six one six, and now we're in like, um, Marvel zombies now or something you know know? and i think the thing that is the most troublesome element of it to me is that we stood in front of the gate of like we exit the time loop and we just talk about grilling for 45 minutes (laughs) and you shut the door (laughs) you close the gate (laughs) what do you mean we're like nah let's not talk about grilling let's get back into time loop. but it was never about grilling the grill the grill was the opening salvo So this conversation about how, uh, you know, you know, freaking Joe Jolian over here. What if the Joe star was racing, you know, and that's what we're in right now. Mm. What if the Joe star was what if grilling, t- though? That'd be kind of fun. <laughs> that was last time. <laughs> <laughs> this volume is an alternate universe. And now and now Dio is Biden instead of Trump. <laughs> Oh, you know, I watched or uh, sorry, I listened to an episode of Comedy Bang mm-hmm. Bang the other day. They had one where like mm-hmm. a guy was just doing a Trump impression and I was I felt nostalgic for a simpler time. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it is like the comfort you're mm-hmm. used to a little bit, you know. It's like when Batman and the Joker have like real moments. It's like it's it's kind of like uh I hate you, but like I've grown so used to you that you're like family. Mm-hmm. Over here, your family. Yeah. And that family is the orange bad man. Now we have the quiet stair stumbler, and things are not fun at all. Hey, man. At least we got menthols off the streets. That racist (laughs) bastard. (laughs) Listen, under Biden, he won't won't let people smoke blacks anymore. And also, we got we got twenty story buildings falling out of the sky. So tell me how things are better. <laughs> Did you see that thing where it's like, yeah, it could fall anywhere in here, and like the the danger zone is just planet Wait, Earth. Th- this is the um, Chinese rocket thing. Oh yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Well, you know, at least if the Chinese rocket falls on your house, <laughs> the time cop can't kill you. <laughs> That's one of the weirdest things I've ever heard. Anyone's what the time? The one from the from the Groundhog Day thing. Okay. Oh, okay. That time cop. Okay. I was like, did he break? Did Kingsley break in real time? No, I just didn't have the vocabulary for Groundhog Day style. You know, the time cop who comes and, and visits you at your sleep every night. The one who threatens you. This is not that far off from the brim. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. You were very, you were right. You were 100% right. That's great. You're right. Well, actually, you just kill me tomorrow. And that's the that's whole true. Thing. Good movie. 
<laughs> yeah, no, it was uh it won an Oscar, so you know, what do I know? I mean, did you have a good time? Did you enjoy it? Um, I think not as much because <laughs> there was a lot of shootings that mm. week. <laughs> so uh also a lot of the other ones um we you know we were at the, at the friend's house we were watching all the oscar nominated shorts mm-hmm. and um boy howdy were they all grim like one is like a palestinian man going into like israel to like pick up a fridge oh. and he's got his daughter with him mm-hmm. and you're like fuck this is just the definition of like the sword of damocles just hanging <laughs> over your head you're like oh no like so he's got to take this train and walk in this line and then they make him like arbitrarily have to like wait in a cage for several hours. Mm. And he gets the fridge and it's like too big to fit through this gate designated for Palestinians. And he's like, just uh. let me walk around it. And they're like, no, he's like, and then his daughter, like he's like, he's getting this big argument. Cause he's just like, I, I have not been treated with dignity at all. And his daughter like wet herself and he just wants to get home. Cause he's like, my home is literally right over there. And he's like pointing to one of the guards. He's like, you know me, oh, man. man. You know me. What are you doing? <laughs> um, and then the daughter like takes the fridge and like, you, like, she's like, you're like, oh, no, they're about to like do the worst, uh, you know, murk the daughter. But uh, fortunately, they just like let them both go. But you're it's this just and they were all basically like that. Mm. All the shorts were like very heavy. <laughs> well. You know, I mean, it was it was kind of a happy year, so we needed to balance it out. Yeah, yeah. People, honestly, that's what we'll, we'll look back at this. People, on average, were far too mm-hmm. happy. That's why um, we should lower unemployment. So the, should lower unemployment, and you know, we need to balance things, kind of like Thanos. Yeah. Um, Thanos was all about balance. Man, to be in the blip right now, and, dude. Oh, that's sick. <laughs> <laughs> um. Mm, I had a thing, Kings, where I was going to be like, I was going to A to C, I was going to improv A to C, like Thanos, my favorite villains, mm-hmm. Omni-Man, Invincible. <laughs> but I'm not going to do that. Thank you. That's cheap. I appreciate That's it. That's cheap. I, <laughs> a time skip, we're not cheap. Mm. What we're going to do mm-hmm. is either talk for another 20 minutes, be like, oh no, this is too long, or we're going to peter this little part out. And then Kings is going to say, welcome to Time Skip. All right, I guess we're going to talk for 10 minutes. You know how sometimes you're like, you're on the phone and you're like forgetting what you're calling somebody for. And then like as Mm -hmm. soon as they pick up, you're like, welcome to Time Skip. Nerd culture podcast (gasps) that loves the long con. The fake out. I'm Kings Nerd. Joined as always by my co-host, Corey Reed. How you doing, Corey? My uh, I'm my mind is blown. Mm. It's very you know it's a wow, very simple thing to do for a friend. Wow, dude, thank you so much. Anytime. I was in the pits of despair, and you took me out of, <laughs> <laughs> out of the darkness. I saw a hand reach for me, <laughs> and, <laughs> and it was you. Yeah, I got your back. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so you know this this week we want to talk to you about. We want to talk to you about Robert Kirkman's Amazon Prime's Invincible. We're talking to you about Jeff Bezos' Invincible. Jeff Bezos's Invincible, brought to you by uh, the 
Oh, man. I really wish Amazon had an even darker shadow parent corporation. A shadow? Hmm. Yeah. Uh, like uh, Blackwater. Or I guess that's not enough money. No. They have too much money. I it feel like only Apple like, could buy like. Them. Yeah. Well, I mean, there is a lot of Pentagon talk mm. in the in the in the show, so it could be like some kind of military yeah. thing. Brought to you by the Department of Defense. Man, you know, I feel like if it was the Department of Defense, though, I feel like if you work at the Department of Defense, you get to pee in the toilet. I don't think I don't think they pee in bottles there. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. I think they let you use the bathroom. You know, they've done a lot of terrible things. They've, uh, they've, the, I mean, the whole fucking, the, 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 ha- <laughs> everything is so bad now. The tweet that was like, you guys don't believe the ping and bottle thing, right? That's like, if like, there was like some kind of parody, uh, I don't know, Nazi account, mm. be like, you guys don't believe this Holocaust. Yeah, thing, it's just right? so unbelievable. Who could possibly? Like, like, it's like. There's like an account called Real Jim oh. Pro. <laughs> it's got the you guys don't believe this the, whole the, the profile pic is the crow from Dumbo. Yeah, yeah. At Real Jim Crow said, "You guys don't believe this whole miscegenation laws <laughs> thing, right? Sundown towns, really? really? We just do the water fountain really? thing, and that's it. Yeah. Oh man." Uh yeah, no, the world is precarious right now, and it's, you know, it's uh, it's, it's hard to be whimsical. All right, so that's A. Now, Despite now our title is The Whimsical Warriors. Okay. Oh, shit. Um, uh, shit. Uh, fuck. There's a lot of dangers in, in Invincible. A lot of dangers. Um, uh, like how when Omni-Man punches his son. <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah let's get into the general uh thoughts and feelings kings what's your what's your take on this uh adaptation how do you feel about it yeah i i am um, i really enjoyed it uh so just for a little yeah. bit of context um i read invincible as it was ongoing um i can't remember okay. when i started um but it was like not too far into the run probably around like 2008 or something 2009 somewhere around there um so a lot of the stuff um you know i had forgotten a bit of it but you know all things considered for an adaptation it seemed very it was very good uh very enjoyable but i do think that some of the choices they made like when i was in the heyday of reading invincible in like my mm-hmm. early college. Um, if this show had come out then, it would have blown my mind mm. straight out of my skull. Like with the Run the Jewels oh. tracks and stuff in it. Man, oh boy. Yeah. It yeah. would have really got me then. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was great. Yeah. It, yeah. I, I agree with you, Kingsley. It, had it come out earlier, it's like, it's very like Toonami esque. Uh, oh, when I first started. You could never show this on Toonami. <laughs> Well, yes, you can. You can <laughs> yeah, you can never show even a quarter of it on two. Powerpuff um, Girls, and then this. <laughs> it's a yeah. It's it's Inuyasha. 
and then uh bleach and then this comes this this is the yeah bleach is the like the lead in i mean <laughs> honestly you know again if i was in high school and it was that was the power hour i'd be into it it's very it kind of reminds me of um it's like very it's kind of at least the first half it's like very kind of like uh young justicey mm. it's like it's like hbo max's young young justice well, HBO Max's Young Justice is real, and they don't—they don't get to—they <laughs> don't go this far. They don't go this far. They only um, kill the most tokenized character of all of them <laughs> over and over again in increasingly violent ways, but never this violent. Yeah, they're more psychologically violent, and this is more just like physically, yeah, <laughs> grotesque. Um. But I, I also enjoyed it. Um, I'm really starting to not take for granted, like, if a show is good or an adaptation's good. Uh, in particular, and we might talk about this one uh, eventually, uh, because uh, Jupiter's Legacy just came out, um, a Mark Miller property, and I really enjoyed, I have, you know, I have lots of thoughts on Mark Miller, but it's, a, you know, kind of this gritty superhero thing. Um with kind of the realistic physics of it all, you know, mm-hmm. like in like, Oh, I just like broke through your spine or like you're, br- you're having a brain aneurysm, like that kind of like, you know, very violent, like real world kind of um, reactions to things. But the, uh, the Netflix adaptation looks like just the worst dog shit I've ever seen. <laughs> I've only every seen time one I picture, see a still, so I don't know anything about it. But dude, every time I see a still, it makes me, it makes me wretch. I get so angry hmm. because the art. You, you know, who Frank quietly is. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, so it's Frank. So it's like very unique and meticulous and like thought out, and like this just looks like I don't know some like CW level trash um hey man so i i will defend what cw um, you're gonna defend teen titans no i've only i've I, never seen uh, <laughs> i saw a couple episodes of smallville growing up but i was I gonna did, say old smallville looking boy over here i did see there was an episode of uh one of their shows where gorilla uh-huh. grod goes back in time <laughs> to kill obama and wait uh, what <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that sounds like a time skip joke that. yeah i know right did we did we invent that he even says make america grot again oh i love that yeah, I know, right it's so good okay well okay i think there's a difference if you lean into it <laughs> as opposed to like fanning prestige yeah make america grot again that's the techiest thing <laughs> it's so bad dude <laughs> oh man Maybe we should do like a CW canon thing. I don't know that we need to talk, <laughs> but the long and short of it is uh, very impressed at this run and um, you know how they handled things. I mean, the animation is pretty nice. There's like a, like a weird cell shaded vibe going on and like people in the background can occasionally look like kind of, uh, weird 3D renders, but like well, most I mean, of they, it. I mean, they are. I mean, they, they look very like stiff and like robotic. It looks, it's just, it just has this kind of uncanny valley. But yeah. like most of the show is like, especially like the fights and like the the way that's handled is so 
nice. Yeah. It's like some of the just some of the best, like it's like Sakuga level, like great. It's just phenomenal fight scenes, good tension. Like, like I really feel like a sense of like emotional weight and dread when certain characters show up and like I every episode kind of makes there's a moment in every episode where someone gets waxed mm-hmm. <laughs> or something incredibly violent happens. And I'm like, I'm like, all right, when's it coming? Yeah. When's it coming? Who's it going to be this time? It's like it's like that old school Game of Thrones feeling where you're like, no one is safe. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when and they establish when, that off the jump. Yeah. You just got to watch out for like all, all of a sudden. Somebody in the background is going to be PS3, like launch PS3 game graphics. And, you know, something's about to go down. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, they're about to get shot in half by a laser beam. Yeah, for sure. Uh, So this shows also a fun thing. Uh, Just another quality aspect that shows actually care. Is just the sheer unadulterated amount of like celebrity cameos. It's actually <laughs> one of my biggest problems with um, watching it was that I was distracted all the time. Cause like, yeah, this it, it's so overwhelming. Like John Hamm well, is security John guard Hamm number two. Like, Cause like I, I hadn't read it, but I've started reading it. I'm like, I don't know, like a third or halfway through the run. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was like, oh, maybe this guy is like really important. And he's kind of like some kind of moral center to the show. No. I mean, you know, that whole like intro, that whole like, I mean, I I, I kind of like investing in a joke mm-hmm. um, like that. Because he was only in two scenes. It's only just for like, I don't know. I, it's almost like they had John Hamm just to say they had John Hamm. Like, like, yeah, he was on set for a day, like running a different errand, and they were like, "Hey, you want to come in here?" Yeah, like we'll just write you something real quick. It's like, because like in retrospect, I can't really, I don't really, I mean, outside of it, I guess a joke. Mm-hmm. Like I can't even writing the script. Why would they put in this character <laughs> talking about him and his son? Oh, I just got it. It's about a good father and a good son relationship. <laughs> no, he um. <laughs> at the end of don't you think i mean yeah that is, is that that is what it is but like yeah some spoilers for the comic book at the end at the very last panel it's the last two panels are the security guard closes a book and looks at his son and goes wasn't that crazy and then he winks are you serious no, oh serious. i was like dude that's masterful <laughs> that is what we call a master stroke <laughs> i i love that type of stuff (laughs) i uh spoilers for this movie called the holy mountain Mm -hmm. it's like this like big satirical like futuristic uh arcane occultic thing where this guy gets these like seven warlords and they go on like a spirit journey they're each like i represent halliburton i represent like greet you know all this stuff and they have to like change themselves and divest from their evil ways and it's like this really transcendental trip with you know and then at the very end he's like and the basically just like and like the best thing is the friends we made along the way and it like zooms out and there's a camera crew he's like you you at home you are a part of this journey filmmaking is magic that's the true (laughs) alchemy and you're like (laughs) it's like this two hour psychedelic (laughs) trip and there's like goats and 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 
nuns and children clones and it's just the weirdest thing and then yeah and then they just like pretty much anytime you do that that it's always worth it little writing life hack breaking the fourth wall is always worth it and uh, no one will ever get mad at you that's why deadpool is so successful that's why deadpool is so successful so speaking of having read the comic kings mm-hmm. uh uh the show makes a lot of really kind of like um a lot of changes it's really like you know it's so condensed mm-hmm. and they uh go through arcs so fast and like um but like also like some of the characters whole motivations and attitudes and even appearances change which and, and let's talk about that yeah so like again you've read it more recently than i have so um, I think a lot of the stuff that happens in the beginning um, isn't so fresh in my mind. But I was like, I did have to go back and look up. I was like, I don't remember Mark having a black girlfriend. Yes. Uh, so that's kind of the biggest or one of the, you know, most, I don't know. I mean, in terms of character, mm-hmm. I think Mark uh, or Amber being black and William being uh, gay the whole time or like. Wait, William was gay the whole time, right? I meant like, no, in in the comic book, he's just like, William's actually a much better character in the show because like in the comic, he's just kind of, I mean, he's still a nerd, but he's like kind of annoying. And uh, he actually dates Adam Eve in the comic book. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He dates Adam Eve. And uh, he, I mean, I'm like at volume 10 and he still hasn't like come out even like the whole um, college scene where that guy gets kidnapped mm-hmm. um, where William in the show is uh, kind of into that guy and they're sort of dating mm-hmm. or at least talking to each other. Um, you know, he gets kidnapped and turns to that monster uh, in the comic. Uh, yeah. William's still straight. And um, also that whole subplot takes, a very long time to uh kind of like not pay off but like it takes just like i think probably two volumes to like finish as opposed hmm. to like an episode and a half i mean so that's one thing i do appreciate about the the show they're just kind of like they're really going for it they're not like they're not being precious about the material they're kind of like giving you the juiciest nugs which i i do like but it's also kind of like a little bit of like a whirlwind in terms of like subplots. I was mm-hmm. like, wait, I was like, okay. I was like, so we got this whole murder mystery thing with Mark's dad. Okay. I'm into that. But I'm like, okay, well now they're in Mars. Oh, and that, did they just forget about that guy? And like, okay, now, uh, you know, we got the kind of normal love triangle things mm. and, oh, he's in high school. Uh, you know, so it's a lot of subplots. Yeah. Um, which yeah you know i think is i think i think that's probably better than um i I feel like it's better to front load it and do a whole bunch of side plots knowing that either they're gonna pull a netflix and cancel this thing after the three seasons they've announced or yeah they could do a walking dead and have it go on for 40 years and both of those are bad so i feel like i you know have a hunch i mean at the current rate they're going um, I feel like, you know, we might get like a tight five or six. I mean, it's, it might be a thing where, you know, 
like a company likes a thing, so they dangle a lot of money. They dangled the you know the burlap sack with a dollar sign mm-hmm. painted on it in front of your face, and you're like, okay, yeah, like give us a hundred more episodes, and it's like, then that's when it starts getting kind of precarious. Yeah, um, but I mean, but they're at the rate they're going, they're like cruising. Yeah, I just like you know they do have stuff like I remember like uh, Adam Eve had like a, a couple one shots and like Rex had some and Cecil yeah, had some. That's so true. like. They could, if they're going to do it, I'd prefer they do like a bunch of side stories or whatever than to like start dragging it out halfway. No, through. no, I mean, I, I wouldn't want that, but I'm saying it's like they, I think the gamble paid off with their whole pacing situation. Mm-hmm. But, um, uh, just watching it before I start reading it, I was just like, there's a, there's a lot going I mean, cause I was primarily, you know, like the initial thing about like, um, you know, Omni Man killing all the guardians. Is such a uh, an interesting thing, and like, you know, I had a hunch about why, mm-hmm. but I'm like, I'm like, come on, give me the goods, give me the goods. <laughs> I'm like so excited about that, um, and like his whole like um, personality change. I mean, and, and speaking of just like changes from comic to uh, um, show, I think he's a little nicer in uh, the comic. The comic spends a little bit more time like. I guess investing in him as like a nice dad. Yeah. And in the show is almost like you're like, well, he's he's really mean. He's, <laughs> he's mean from like the, I mean, part of it is like you talked about uh we, we, we talked about JK Simmons as the voice actor. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, that is a lot of subtext. Yeah. You just like JK Simmons. I've never seen JK Simmons play a thing where he was just like a nice like a man. Mild. Yeah. 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 So no, I couldn't uh, even imagine him like, you know, just like really enjoying his son's birthday or party or whatever. Like, you know what I mean? I don't want footage yeah. of that. Let <laughs> him be mean. Yeah. Which. OK, so. um, So Omni Man is more me in the show, mm-hmm. which, uh, yeah, like you were saying, or not to not to uh, step on no, your no, toes, okay. but like just like. Yeah, it is really hard to imagine, like, you know, why does anybody like that guy? He's so No, he's 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 a scary dick. He's he's just like Yeah, as soon as Mark gets his powers, he like does that older cousin thing of like punching you in the chest. (laughs) Weak back, open chest. Mm. It's like "Ah, slap your neck, you know. Um Yeah. Uh but I will say a character who really, really benefited from the show was the mom. Mm. She's like in, in the comic. She's just so like, I don't know. She's just like, she's also Mark. Yeah, she's she's the mom. Also, I will say Mark benefited. He's actually a relatively flat character for the first few volumes. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, they're he, just, he just kind of. Yeah, he just goes along with everything. He responds with a lot of stuff. He's like, yeah, okay. Like, uh, cool. He's, he's like kind of like a classic. But the comic does read as kind of more of like a like a parody that worked. Mm. You know, it's like, oh, I'm just kind of doing a joke thing. And we'll see. And it just happened to like get really popular. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of like really ham-fisted jokes and like, it kind of reads as like a one shot that was given a whole um, volume. Mm-hmm. 
you know, because it's just so like it's almost like slapstick, um, especially like some of the art and like, yes, just like tonally with like, oh, we got the Lizard League and Doc Seismic. Yeah. You know, and it's so funny that the show, they find a really good way, in my opinion, to like um, to ground it while also kind of honoring some of the like the silliness of the comic is. Yeah. You know, it's by far not as silly. It's like. I mean, the comic's almost like wacky racist level goofy at times for the first like oh like five volumes <laughs> i um yeah i guess i just i guess it's kind of taking more of the vibe from the later comics because it does you know yeah yeah become Definitely more serious so that's like the impression i have in my head but like yeah i guess there was like a whole lot of science dog talk and stuff at the beginning <laughs> yeah science dog and who you know, didn't make a very much in the way of an appearance so not yet he'll come hmm. yeah that's a that's a probably like a season two thing mm-hmm. but like you know like i mean you know there's also i mean it's a very funny show like pentagon parking in back in like yeah. reginald bell johnson high school with reginald play, l johnson bell johnson <laughs> as the uh principal and in the comic there's this nerd who's beat up and his name is uh steve white um, so it's like, you know, a combination of Jaleel White mm-hmm. uh, and Steve Urkel. So I'm like, OK, there's all sorts of stuff like that. Yeah. You know, it's, it's very cute, you know, but I do think they're making really good, uh, smart decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, I I am wondering how they'll tackle some uh, elements in the future pertaining to like Amber's character. Like she she probably had the biggest change. I mean, outside of the whole like race casting thing. Mm-hmm. In the she's comic, like a character like, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, well, it's so funny it's just because like no one is a character in the in the comic, you know. But Amber is like, yeah, especially she's just like her whole thing is like, ah, I just love Mark. I love him so much. Like she's like, she's kind of got the Mary Jane Watson thing, but she is her whole thing is she is like desperately in love with Mark mm. <laughs> and. It's so funny. One the the moment where he reveals to her in the comic that he is invincible, she fucks him. <laughs> um, they they haven't done anything until then, and it's implied that she's like so, <laughs> so excited by it, or like, "Wow, my boyfriend's a superhero," you know. As opposed to the moment uh, how it plays in uh, in the show where you know Amber's like, "Oh yeah, no, I figured that out. That yeah. makes sense," you know, and like. <laughs> You could have told me, like, I, you know, I, I don't know. You know, it's kind of, it's nice to see her, like, I mean, we joke about, like, she, like, works at, like, a soup kitchen. Yeah. She's she's <laughs> just, know? like, the perfect, like, she's just so great and so helpful and so smart. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice. Yeah. Good for her. And I, and I don't, you know, at this point in what I've read, I don't know what, um, happens with her character like long term Mm -hmm. but like i do wonder like you know he's got a lot of chemistry with eve and uh my my hunch at this point this is just me guessing i don't know if it happens but i think he might get with eve and i'm wondering what they're gonna do with the i feel like in the comic they probably dump the amber character this is my guess Mm -hmm. and it's mainly just eve but i'm like well now we got this new like cool amber i feel like they're gonna um, try to find a way to stick her around, especially when you have like someone like Zazie Beats, you know, there. Yeah, it's like um, it's one of those things where I do, I am interested to see 
in the future how much they diverge and like Mm -hmm. what characters are doing what because like yeah I, i feel like a lot of stuff um like i i can't remember if like i feel like the robot stuff happened a lot quicker like a lot a lot quicker in the show the robot stuff happened very quick it's kind of like um i feel like it might even be like a two or three volume thing maybe even like it it takes a really long time for the robot subplot Mm -hmm. like yeah it takes a, a very long time for that to happen yeah so like I, I do wonder how that how that affects like I mean I'm I'm trying not to like do spoilers for the comics stuff. Yeah. So I'm like how well, that there's, affects, there's like, certain the people puzzle PC elements yeah. of like this knocks down this. Yeah, I, I I I do I mean not that like I mean I guess at the end of the day it's all about having a good product. Mm-hmm. But I I do kind of not like it when shows I don't know. Sometimes, sometimes some decisions kind of seemingly feel like arbitrary. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I think most of the decisions they've made have been like really good, but like, um, like one instance is like uh, it was uh in the new Guardians of the Globe, there's a there's a black character. His name is Bulletproof. Oh, the dude with the Bad dreads. Name. Yeah, mm. and he's like cool and he's around and like, but I'm like, oh, they just didn't put him in the um in the show mm-hmm. which is like you know but well they so, uh, they, yeah, they only curious. had enough room to get that guy who plays cyborg to voice uh, all the black people so we couldn't <laughs> have like true. three it was guys. either him or mahershala yeah you know yeah no they, they couldn't afford they couldn't afford phil lamar you couldn't throw my boy phil a bone just let him it's just like you know, give honor unto, you know, those who came before us, you know. <laughs> well, who knows? Maybe he'll play another guy in the future. So I I have my notes here, Kingsley. This is kind of an abrupt subject shift. Mm-hmm. But I, I have a big thing that's all bold that says we need to talk about Omni-Man. <laughs> oh, boy. Because you can't talk about Invincible. Mm-hmm. Without talking about Omni Man's dump truck ass, <laughs> you know, honestly, when he when he punched a lot Mark of cake in the show, the stratosphere, I was like, "Whoa, hey, dude, put that away!" Out here, double cheeked up on a Thursday afternoon. Omni Man, the, the source of his all Bilstromites as they get older, their wagon gets bigger, <laughs> and that is the source. His spoilers: so the source of their power is their huge wagon. <laughs> The huge cakes, <laughs> the the double Mrs. Butterworth. <laughs> Think, you know. Mark. Why do I do so many squats? Yeah, right. <laughs> um, just like what an incredible character. You're doing this for nothing. Being a part of the Empire will make Earth better than it ever was. <laughs> What if they resist? That's why we're here. To keep them from resisting. To show them how wrong they are. How pointless it is. That they can be a part of something bigger. Or die. I won't let you. You want to die for this planet? Fine. What's 17 more years? I can always start again. 
Make another kid. I haven't been this like shocked by anything since like, you know, some of the more pivotal 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 uh like Game of Thrones level like twists. But so like that first episode with him fighting them, like I mm. I kind of knew just from like you know, the comic's been out a while, so you see like a cover with like spoilers on it mm -hmm. and like, you know, just her general rumblings. And also like, oh, I'm like, oh, I get it. Viltrumites are Saiyans. Yeah, got it. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I was it's like, Dragon whenever Ball he's Z, like, if, if Goku was Superman, we we get. It. Yeah, yeah. You know, so like then the whole like when he gave his initial spiel, I'm like, mm, that sounds like colonizer talk to me. <laughs> but like, mm, what do I know? And I and I like about know, colonization. That's what I know. I just I'm just ironing my koofy. Mm. <laughs> just like, um, so, you know, I was like expecting some stuff, but just like the you know body horror ways in which he dismantles the guardians mm -hmm. just simply incredible and then that fight at the end um oh, like, we could spend an hour talking about i mean he he punched him and did 9-11 yeah and then oh man i just like i just feel like mark needs to go to a thousand therapists and also mm -hmm. like a hundred gyms all at the same time. He needs to like he needs to just go train and then talk to a yeah. therapist and repeat until his dad comes back. Cause like just yeah. like the psychic trauma. I mean, <laughs> you know, yes, of course we're gonna talk about the physical trauma, mm. being punched through a building into underground and all this stuff. But like the psychic trauma of I mean, we're not even going to get to the death part yet. Mm -hmm. But just like him being like, your mom's more like a pet to me. Yeah. I was like, this nigga's wild. Yeah. He's like, actually, everybody on everybody, you know, in love is worthless. And your mom is like, you know how that 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 summer you had a hamster, but then he he ran away. But really, you know, uh -huh. he died because we forgot to feed him on vacation that one time. That's what your mom is like to me. Like, yo, yeah. dude, chill. That just one of the wildest things written that like any character has ever said. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just like the the emotional damage. He's like, yeah, dude. Like you're like. He's like, uh, everyone you know will be dead before you even look thirty, dog. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's the point? Yeah. <laughs> you know. And I'm like, you know, well, it has made me think. I'm like, well, maybe my dad isn't so bad. <laughs> You know what? He never <laughs> held me in front of a train and then used my body to kill everybody in the train. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He he never um like purposely set up a building to fall and then, you know, you know, you know, I failed and he's like, "Well, that was your fault." Yeah. You you know, if you had, you know, if you didn't resist, those people would be alive. He didn't I thought you cared about this. Yeah. He didn't wait until I finished saving a guy falling out of a plane so he could snap <laughs> his neck right in front of me to teach me a lesson. Right. He didn't uh punch me into a mountain and then cause an avalanche. <laughs> you know, so give him a call this Father's Day. Give him a call this Father's Day. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, no, he's definitely the uh, yeah the lawful evil of our uh, or our alignment chart. Oh yeah, he takes the cake this year. Oof, takes two kinds of cake. Good for him. Two cake. Yeah, yeah. even Mark's got some cake. Mm. Um, yeah, but like, yeah, man, what a yeah. I had a I winced, dude. I was like, 
it was truly like, you know, black teens in a horror movie level me running around the house. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, God. I'm like, you know, Basil's right there trying to sleep under me. And I'm just like, oh, God. Oh, God. No. I'm just like shaking viscerally. Like, I I, I felt such a response Mm. to it. I'm like this is a lot because you know i had read that part in the comic Mm. and so i was like oh no i can't wait to see what happens when they get to this Mm. and i i wasn't ready (laughs) yeah that was that was rough it's like just get that boy some milk man he needs some help he needs to (laughs) yeah oh man that poor boy omar get the gun yeah and then just imagine being debbie dude you gotta you gotta watch that oh my goodness HD, you know, you know, Cecil got the nicest camera. Yeah, all of those drones had a red camera on it, and they were yeah. they were they had color master prime lenses on stream yeah. over the cloud. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They had a guy, a professional guy, doing it. Yeah, they actually shot on film, so it had a little bit more grain, a little bit more <laughs> texture. <laughs> a really nice touch. Very expensive. They got access to DaVinci Resolve twenty. So like yeah, oh yeah uh, yeah it's good they're getting the they're getting the power mask in there you know <laughs> really touching up his eyes so you can see the fear in them <laughs> man like yo imagine watching your husband say that you're worthless to him and then have him in front of the entire world use your son as a nine eleven projectile <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah I just. Just like, yeah, I mean, I mean, hats off to Robert Kirkman for creating just like this, the most like delicious, nuanced smorgasbord of just like a uh, uh, fiction, you know, like, so like when I, you know, like I, 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 um, I don't remember if I said this on pod or not, but like, um, you know, like, like the initial like run of the comic is just like very silly kind of like long parody you know all the characters are relatively flat but like he's like really good at crafting an interesting world and then like the characters really do grow and learn once he figure out what's he what he wants to do with them mm-hmm. and like some of the like initial jokes are over it's like just such a delicious um well done you know thing steak. and that's the good thing about the show yeah it's like a, a delicious steak you marinated it Maybe you dry aged it. I don't know. That cow had a first name. It was a good time. He lived a good life. And now you're eating it. I just wanted to talk about it. And it was a little too more. rich. <laughs> oh, don't give me a. I'm going to grill ribs today. <laughs> you we get done with the don't, pot, I'm about don't to, tell me about it. Kingsley gets mad when I tell him anything fun I'm doing. Only because I can't. Kingsley's the Omni Man of the pot. <laughs> Um, yeah, because I got that dump truck in the back. <laughs> hey, let me see it real quick. <laughs> Turn around, let me see that thing. <laughs> Do a little jump for me. <laughs> go go try to put on some jeans. And they don't quite fit. But you go you go try to get them on anyway. Oh man. And that's um, what I like. <laughs> I this is not what I like. Um <laughs> <laughs> you put you, you took me here. Okay, okay, so Kingsley, let's talk about the future of the show. So mm-hmm. there's some elements of it, of the comic that are, um, like as we've talked about, like the tone of the show 
is a little bit more grounded and a little bit more um, in line with how the comic ends up a little bit heavier, a little bit more like, you know, there's still like fun, like doc seismic and stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's still like whimsical, but I, uh, you know, there's elements of it that are like kind of tonally um, discordant with Mm -hmm. like what the show is setting up or like, you know, how the show is coming across. Um, like, you know, there's like, there's just straight up just very silly elements and like heavier things. Maybe in some stuff that just doesn't really age super well. So like, what are your thoughts generally speaking on like, um, the future of like this, the series and like the adaptations, like what you think it's going to like stay pretty much in line and honor it? Or you think they're going to like veer from it or how you feeling? Um, I think. I guess it depends on how long they can keep this gravy train rolling, but I could see them doing um, a more abridged version of the source material, mm-hmm. definitely. Um, but, and while I would be really interested to see how it would be taken if it were to like veer into a new direction, um, mm-hmm. I feel like, I feel like it. I don't know that they would dare to do it necessarily. Like, I don't know yeah. if they would want to do like a weird veered off, like alternate universe where, you know, like science dog is the main guy instead of Mark or whatever, or even just like cutting yeah, yeah. off like very, like, you know, several important characters or whatever to make it more compact. Like I, I do think, you know, they might do some stuff out of order and they might cut some minor dudes. Like, I don't think Savage Dragon or Spawn are going to yeah, make appearances. Or there's anything. not going to be any image guys who show up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Any of the, that universe. Mm. But um, like, I don't I yeah, don't think they're going to like I, go completely off the rails, probably. I, I hope they kind of kind of tread lightly or do kind of a middle ground. Like, I really like this, like. I feel like most of the, the the decisions they made were pretty, like 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 made sense. Like I think in terms of characters, uh, pretty much everyone got a level up. You know, everyone mm-hmm. got an upgrade. Is like an actual really interesting part. But yeah, some of the plot stuff has been kind of just like a little a little random, like or a little arbitrary. Mm-hmm. I know Robert Kirkman's pretty like uh, I don't know. It feels like he's pretty. I don't want to say hands off. I'm sure he's like involved, but I'm sure it feels like he's very comfortable with people like shifting the narrative, so to speak. Like, like the Walking Dead show, you know, is a very different animal than the the like the comic, right? So, like, in, like for instance, I mean, not to say they would do this, but like uh, the character of Daryl, you know, Norman Reedus was just made up for the show, and I don't, mm-hmm. don't think he was supposed to stick around that long, but he got really popular. So he basically started eating like existing characters lunch and mm. they couldn't put characters in or like they, um, you know, uh, would like cut away from what those characters would do because, you know, someone's really popular, um, you know, and it works. But I, I, I'm so far, I'm really liking the comic and like, you know, the world. So I'm like, I really hope that they honor it. And I'm really yeah, I'm really curious to see like how they'll handle so many things there's a there's a lot in this freaking book i do think that the one change i would like them to make is to have the last 15 seconds be the security guard closing a copy of invincible number Ooh. 185 and being like 
Son, that was pretty crazy, huh? No, I like that. I, uh, yeah. yeah, I would, I would say basically that same thing, but each episode is like, huh, well, that chapter's, you know, that was a wild chapter. And then he like looks at you and he's like, I'm proud of you, Corey. <laughs> and, then the, and then the episode ends. I think, honestly, <laughs> no, no, go get washed up for supper. Yeah, I think that would actually be really nice. Uh, I I wish that for you. If you like, if for you, maybe it's like a one of those things where um for prime customers, like it'll say whoever the account holder's name is. Oh yeah, whose account is this? Well, they would they would do my mother in law. <laughs> so you know, and that's okay with me. She deserves it. Yeah. Yeah. She also well, needs to get washed can... up for supper sometimes. Yeah, we all do. We should end this episode of Time Skip like that. Well, thank you for listening to Time Skip, everyone. That was a pretty crazy episode. Go get washed up. Can you believe that part that they did where, you know, you got to put little details in there because each each one's a little different. Can you believe that part where they, um, where Kingsley said time cop? That was that. That that was that got me. And I liked that part. Hmm. Oh, well, a- a- anyway, y- your mother made pork chops. So go on. Go, go get ready for supper. Go get washed up. And we'll see you next time. Bye. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I almost cried. <laughs> From the pork chops? I was like, I was like, yeah. <laughs> no. I, uh, I feel I wish this was real. <laughs> See you both times. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>